Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi everyone, I'm Alexa. And I'm Taylor, and we are Uncorked and Unfiltered, sponsored by Bride Bright. And we would like to remind you all to please subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to podcasts and to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered and our Twitter is at uncorked podcast. For all those wondering, this is our second time recording this episode today because we've had technical difficulties. That is so. correct. We got about mm. 45 minutes in. Um, mm-hmm. So feeling a bit defeated at this point and Mm -hmm. uh, we are accepting donations to get equipment (laughs) yes this is very on brand for 2020 very on brand but it's thanksgiving week i know thankful thankful what are you thankful for (laughs) i'm thankful for you and wine that's literally what i was gonna say (laughs) great minds think alike I was saying how like every year we usually make it a tradition and we go out for Thanksgiving Eve. Um, But Hmm. obviously this year we are not doing that, but we're still going to go out to dinner, um, drink some wine, good Italian food. Mm -hmm. And we're doing it on Tuesday this year. So we're going to go watch the bachelorette. Yeah. Maybe we'll do like a live on Instagram or something. We'll see. Yeah. But we'll be together. So it'll be exciting. That's what counts. And yes, Yes. before you're asking yourselves, are they talking about The Bachelorette? Yes, we are. We're going to do our segment, Roses, Recaps, and Refreshers, at the end of this podcast. But we have some hot takes we need to get through first. Taylor, take us away. I'm taking us away to the land of Sophia with an F, everybody. Oh, I love that land. Fellow podcaster, even though we are nowhere near her level. So she came out with a podcast called Scorpios Are Batshit, which, I mean, like, relatable. They fucking are. But there's been lots of speculation after listening to that episode that her and Suitman are officially broken up. Um, She refers to an ex when telling a story about a stalker, and everybody knows that the stalking situation happened when she was with Suitman. So, yeah, people are thinking that it's officially done. I honestly did think we knew this already, um, but I don't know if that was just you and I assuming something or if we had we were psychic. I don't know. I don't know. I think it was a little Uh, bit of both. Okay. I think we and the rest of like the world like had speculations because of Dave Portnoy, I think saying something while back and Alex saying she ran into a friend who said that they're no longer together. So I think it was a mixture of things right. that we were hearing, but it was never like confirmed. Um, so I guess this is as much as a confirmation we're probably going to get. Right. I mean, like she seems to be doing well. She seems happy. 
Um, she, I think, is like selling merch now, and she seems to be doing really well. So that's good. That is like good. Merch, yeah, yeah. I really like. I wish her the best, honestly. Like, I'm happy that she her podcast has been like still successful and like she still has fans that are supporting her and loyally listening to her. And like, you know, I feel like what she went through was a lot. And I feel Mm -hmm. like people thought that like she had suitman on her side and like Alex was all alone and like, she literally isn't even with this guy anymore. So like, yeah, goes to show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll say. Yeah. Well, she went through a hardship. So going through that Mm -hmm. segue, I want to talk about someone else who just went through like kind of an awkward situation. I would definitely consider semi-hardship. All right. So this guy, Lucas Cage, he's an actor and he's not someone who's like super famous yet. Uh, He was in Euphoria. He was in some other stuff for like guest star roles. But basically because, you know, COVID world, you have to do auditions and self tapes via Zoom nowadays. And I guess he was doing this like callback for this role for this movie with the director and he's setting up the Zoom, I'm assuming, getting ready to do a scene. And you hear the director go, I can't even look at this, like, shitty apartment. Like, I don't even want to, like, watch this audition. This is embarrassing. And did not know he was not muted. So then Lucas, who I don't think at the time realized that that was a situation, I think, like, just as, like, quick, like – um What's this called? What's it called? Reflex. Reflex. Thank you. His quick reflex just goes mm-hmm. like, sorry. Uh, yeah, I know it's a small apartment, but like if you book me this role, like I can buy myself a new one, like super classy, super slick. Tried to like brush it off his sol- shoulders. And then you hear the director go, oh, fuck. I'm so sorry. So that's when I think he realized like, oh, like that guy wasn't joking at all. Like he was being straight up rude and just forgot to yeah. mute himself. So Lucas takes it upon himself to take that snippet of the Zoom that was recorded, I guess, and post it on his social media and says like, hey, just a little tip. If you're a director, make sure that you're muted before you say something mean. And it blew up, like Mm -hmm. literally blew up. I'm just dead that the director did not even realize like you're how do you. If you're going to talk shit about someone, you would think that you would double, triple, quadruple check that you were muted for that. But, like, he obviously just did not even care. I know. Didn't it just come out that, like, he had just said he doesn't feel the need to apologize for the comments that he made? Like, he doesn't care or something? Yeah. Yeah. I read that, too. And no one knows who he is. I mean, people know who he is, but the people who knew or know aren't, like, publicly releasing his name. But he has, like, a thick British accent or Australian accent or something. Um, Mm -hmm. But, yeah, apparently he doesn't care at all. But, like, that's the thing with directors, especially these, like, big famous ones. Like, they're assholes. Like, it's, like, a known thing that, like, directors are hard to work with. They're pompous. They're cocky. And, like, so this guy, like, fits that to a T 100%. Mm-hmm. what a douche yeah I mean I was like reading through the comments and like I feel like every single celebrity commented on it and we're like good job Lucas like way to like hold your you know be classy about it and like stand your ground and like make a joke and make light of it like you were so quick on your feet and then some some actress I'm not sure her name I don't remember it but she had commented on it too and she was like I know who this director is like he called me in um he said I had already gotten the part but he wanted me to come in in like a bathing suit to see if i was fat or something like that gross like what an asshole right 
Like gross. That's disgusting. Actual human trash. Literally. But good news is I was also reading that I think Lucas is getting like mad respect and also attention from Hollywood after this. I think a lot of the studio studio execs like kind of like looked and was like, wait, who is this kid? Um, And apparently he's a really good writer and that's what he aspires to be. And he has a script right now that is attached with like a famous actor. And apparently it's getting a lot of heat, a lot of traction. And like there could even be like a bidding war that that many people like want it. So, you know, good for this guy. That's good. At least if it's not just his 15 minutes of fame, maybe this will actually help him, you know, get somewhere. Right. Right. Maybe he can like make a name for himself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of making a name for yourself through scandal, (laughs) let's go talk about Max fucking Etrich. I don't even care how to pronounce his last name. Demi Lovato's ex. Exactly. That's how we should refer to him. We should. Yeah. He, so Demi Lovato hosted the People's Choice Awards and her opening monologue was kind of all about um, the stuff she did during quarantine. And she made a joke saying she got engaged and she did a bunch of other stuff and then she got unengaged. And it was very clearly a joke. Yeah. Just to like make light of the whole situation because everybody was kind of like, Demi, what the fuck? Like you knew this guy for three months and you're getting engaged. Right. And he decided to call Demi Lovato out publicly by commenting on an Instagram post saying, exploiting our relationship for clout at the PCA is not chill. Stop talking about me on award shows. Thanks. Like, ew. Could you be any more thirsty? No. Seriously. And like, it's just so ironic that he's commenting on her video saying that yelling at her for doing something for clout when like literally mm-hmm. what he was doing was commenting on her photo so that he could get clout. It's like, yeah. what are you talking about? Like, you are literally doing the same thing. Yeah. It's the pot calling the kettle black. And also, he has completely screwed himself now because no one in Hollywood is ever going to want to date him again. And, like, he could have made the best of the situation. He could have made himself a very eligible bachelor if he wanted to. But now, everybody that sees him that would even think about dating him is going to be like, oh, wait, this dude's a fucking psychopath. I will never even go near him with a 10-foot pole. So, you're, you're so right with loneliness. that. You're so right. Like he could have used this. And then if he fucked it up, like if he would have just stayed quiet through it all and just cool, calm and collected, you're right. He hundred percent could have probably gotten someone else because he already had clout as the kids say. And he's, I guess, mm-hmm. cute in some people's eyes. If Demi thought he was cute, I'm sure another mm-hmm. Hollywood person would think he's cute, but he blacklisted himself. Right. Literally. Mm-hmm. Literally. Like, if he knows what's good for him, he'll just fade into the darkness. But I have a feeling we will be hearing from him again. I agree. I think we will, too, because the kid just won't die. <laughs> but <laughs> we're on the drama oh tra- train. I'm just going to keep it going. So there has been some new TikTok drama going on. And this one's like pretty crazy. And no, Taylor, not TikTok. It's TikTok. It's the same thing. <laughs> Fair. Okay. So <laughs> the DeMeo sisters my sister's gonna kill me for probably pronouncing that Emilio. Emilio. so we got charlie and dixie they're sisters that are mega famous on tiktok um have really blown up this past year 
And um, they have a YouTube channel now with their family where I guess, you know, make money on TikTok, may as well make money on YouTube. And they also are pretty close with James Charles lately. So they put up this YouTube video like last week where a personal chef was like cooking for the family and like they were trying different foods and like talking. And drama just ensued from this video. First, we have Dixie who threw up after eating a snail because she thought it was gross. And like, you know, you could say she was a pretty aggressive and dramatic about it. Um, And then you have Charlie who was talking about how her one year anniversary on TikTok is coming up and she really, really wants to hit 100 million before that. And I think at this point she was at like 99 million. Um, People just like blew up about it. They were so pissed about how Charlie was saying she wants another million. They were saying, wow, this girl's a brat. How spoiled. Um, James Charles, um, you know, was backing them up in his tweet saying like, y'all are pathetic. Like she's a young girl, blah, 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 blah. And then Trisha is her name Pata Peta? She has a lot to say. And you saw, you heard about this, right? Yeah, I just, yeah, I, I did. But tell everybody. So then she just started making things on TikTok, basically talking about James Charles saying like, you're gross for like even hanging out with these minors. And it's like, Trisha, you're literally posting videos trying to smear their name. Like, what are you talking about? Um, and then there was all this back and forth going on where Charlie, I think, called her out in like a live saying like, Trisha, like stick with people your own age, blah, blah, blah. Then Trisha went back at it. And then um, Dixie, well, Trisha is her own controversial person herself. She's done a lot of stuff that like she's gotten a lot of hate for and rightfully so. But Dixie even took it so far as to do a TikTok of her dancing to like an audio bit of where Trisha was singing along to this song where she dropped the n-word and it's like oh my god this got messy yeah i do think this whole thing got blown incredibly out of proportion i think charlie's like what 15 16 like the girl just wanted a couple extra million followers let her have that who fucking cares who was that hurting no one right and like the whole her throwing up from the snails thing i mean that was that was dixie and i guess she's like 19 or something like that i guess that was a little immature like you didn't have to throw up but at the same time like she probably just turned it on for the cameras like you know what i mean it's yeah she's a young girl who's in the limelight like makes a lot of sense to me and it's like yeah they're not hurt they weren't hurting anyone they weren't doing anything inappropriate like it's just like I'm so over people with these God complexes because they just can like talk smack on the social media. It's like crazy. Yeah. And I even heard too, someone someone found the chef somehow and asked like, were you offended that she threw up? And he was like, no, like they told me to put the snails in to make it a little bit more interesting for them. Like everyone needs to calm down. You've never eaten something that you wanted to spit out of your mouth right away. Then, I know. Like, come on. All these breathe. all these people like probably commenting like just eat chicken fingers and it's just like it was just for fun like it was just a joke yeah. like it's a YouTube video it's supposed to be corny and obnoxious and entertaining like what is wrong with That's everyone stupid. I know that paella did look bomb though it did look really good I love paella speaking of paella <laughs> yes Drake Bell or should I say Drake Campania 
I totally pronounced that wrong because my Spanish sucks. <laughs> um, he has rebranded himself as a Spanish language singer, complete with a new last name. Parentheses, Campania is his new last name, which means Belle in Spanish. Fun fact. Literally insane. Literally insane. I honestly didn't even know this about him, but I guess in 2019, he released his first Spanish song and he followed it completely in 2020 with a whole album. And I guess some fans speculated that his rebrand was tied with his like abuse allegations um, that were made back in August, but he denied those allegations and other people are completely praising his Spanish um, songs. And there's some, some of them are now like the most listened to on Spotify and I've listened to some, well, I listened to one, I don't know the name of it, but it was really good. Yeah. We'll give him that. Pretty crazy. It's like, where are we? Like what's happening? I didn't even know he like speaks Spanish fluently, let alone was like into that type of music. I mean, people say that he has just like a lot of Mexicans like fans um, and they're just like super vocal and super loyal. So maybe he just decided to take that outlet and like it's paying off. But I just think it's hysterical that like no one really knew about it. And then like randomly someone figured it out and now it like blew up the past few days. And it's just like, wait, this is so random. It's so 2020, but it's also he's like the mile or the Hannah Montana right now. Yes, so know, true. Major Hannah Montana vibes. I am too. Right? I am too. It's crazy. <laughs> he needs his own telenova. You go, Drake Campania. That's hysterical. Thank okay. You. On to our last hot take before we get into Bachelorette is the New York City Christmas tree. Taylor, you wanted to talk about this, so you can break it down. I mean, like, you can't even really call it a Christmas tree. It's more like a few sticks with some leaves on it, to be honest. It's like the most 2020 thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's the Charlie Brown Christmas tree on crack. Like, literally. They couldn't have, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but they couldn't have gotten a better one. It's, I know that picture that blew up is really, really funny. But like the whole thing was kind of blown out of proportion because like the trees always look like this when they're first put up. And like, no they, way. Yes, l- less. And they fluff those trees and make them look crazy big and full because like it's not, it doesn't always happen that you cut this tree down drive it across the country and then it's like a beautiful voluptuous tree like maybe this one looks a little more skinny than usual but like this is always how they look in the beginning i am shooketh i just think like no one else had anything to do so then like posted this and it was a funny meme and it just like blew up and everyone thinks like oh my god what the heck this tree but like it actually they all in the beginning look pretty ratchet no one's just watching Uh that before it gets lit you know True. I mean, they got a lot of fluffing to do. Yeah, they do. They're going to need to cut down a few more hundred trees. And like tape them to this tree. Literally. Um, Yeah. So I guess we'll have to see a before and after of that tree's uh, transformation. Yeah. Okay, guys. The time is almost near. We are going to talk Bachelorette. But before we do, here is a word from our sponsor. Hi guys, we're here to remind you to get your hands on the best teeth whitening kit called Bride Bright. Bride Bright was started by a Corona bride. After she postponed her wedding, she decided to make lemons out of lemonade and find a project for her and her dentist, fiance. 
They decided there was no better product for them to bring into the world. So now instead of I do, they launched Bride Bright, a new teeth whitening kit for weddings and special occasions, or just getting those coffee or wine stains away so you're presentable over Zoom. Bride Bright provides you with the premium all-in-one teeth whitening experience in just 10 minutes a day and where you'll see results in 10 days. It's a portable mouthpiece, so make it a part of your morning routine or do it before bed during your nightly scroll of Instagram. Use our promo code CORK, C-O-R-K, for 25% off and free shipping. We loved our results, and now when we have a special day coming up, we know who we're using. Go to BrideBright.co, that's B-R-I-D-E, B-R-I-T-E dot C-O to get your kit today. Okay, roses, recaps, and refreshers. We're talking about the most recent Bachelorette episode. Taylor, what were your thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts. Um, I guess it started with the Ed and Chasen drama. Um, Essentially, Ed thinks... Chasen doesn't really like Tasha because he uses the same like five words to describe Tasha that he used to describe Claire, which I kind of was like, that's not really fully justifiable. Maybe he just doesn't know any other words. Yeah. Or maybe he gets shy on camera and stuff. And so I feel like a lot of guys aren't like a hundred percent comfortable when they're being filmed and stuff. So maybe, you know what I mean? Like maybe when the camera's on him, he kind of says the same lines a little bit because he's still not really used to it. So I don't really think that's a justifiable reason for Ed to be like, he shouldn't be here. Right. But then he decided to come up with a new word, smoke show. What are your thoughts? I literally don't mind it. Like me either. She is a smoke show. She's hot. I know. And like, okay, I guess maybe like the first few times he said it, I was like, lol that's like kind of funny but then it did get to a point where he was like she's a smoke show like this and i was kind of like okay dude like she's gorgeous she's flawless she's beautiful like i would never take smoke show as an insult i would be i would be honored if someone referred to me as that 100 percent. but i do think he overused it and i don't know if he was just trying to play it up or i don't know if he was like i'm committing to this word now I want to make t-shirts with the words smoke show on it and I want to patent it and it's mine or the pro- the producers could have taken advantage of it too and edited it purposely mm. um, producers never edit anything what are you talking about I know you're so right what am I saying <laughs> but yeah the whole thing is like <sighs> I don't even like Chasen anyway so I don't I'm not even trying to Mm-mm. defend him like he's not even one of my tops remotely but I just Me think the whole either. The whole thing is stupid, and I also don't like Ed, so I'm not going to take his side. I like Ed l- less than I like Jason. I think same. Yeah, 100%. And then that group date. Bennett. Bennett should be mortified. Bennett should go take second grade math over again, I think. Wait, what was that, though? I literally was like, this can't be real. Like, they, this has to be, I- like, a joke. It had to be. And then he was blaming the way the question was worded. I was like... Are you no? You really no. Like can't take it from me. I'm terrible at math. I never was good at it. Those were not hard. They were basic, like you said, second grade questions. So little concerned. Little concerned. Tasha should be as well. Um, but I guess he really like redeemed himself when he did the breakfast in bed thing. I guess that kind of put him to be the grown-ass man and he won that challenge so yeah i think that whole group was 
group date was so stupid. Number one, like he was grossing was me weird. out with that robe yeah. and his like chest hair. It was gross. Yeah, he likes the robe. He's trying to be so James Bond, and I just don't think that's his journey. I don't think it's his journey, but like she's oddly into it. She was like, he's bougie. Yeah. She was like, but so am I. And it's like, Tasha, but the- you can still have someone treat you right that's not that. <laughs> right. He's like a different kind of bougie. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he's gross. Yeah. I mean, and then Ed lost. Shocker, Mung shock there. He's a man child. I could have told you that without this whole competition. I could have told right. you right away. Ed is a man child. Like, I didn't need this. Problem solved. Life to be <laughs> taken away. Yeah. And then the rose ceremony happened and they tried to play it off like she was going to get rid of Chasen and Ed, but I knew she was going to keep them. Yeah. Obviously, I, it's for the drama. They, yeah. There's not, that was kind of like, there's really no other like tension going on with any other guys right now um, besides Noah, which we'll talk about in a second. But mm-hmm. I feel like, yeah, they're going to now like, they're going to milk that shit for all it's worth. Yeah. And, I guess she just kind of got rid of like the randos because the guy in the maroon suit. Who was I no that? Who the fuck that was? I have no idea. Not a clue. I was like, you've been here the whole time. Where? Where have you been? Where have you been? I had literally. no idea. That was so funny too because I was thinking that. I was like, wait, I literally never saw this man before in my life. Mm-mm. She got rid of like four guys and every- but all four of them. I was like, I'm sorry. Were you here? here this whole time really i know no idea no 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 i know i didn't recognize that ever yeah so i I like when they just like purge the stupid guys that we don't really care about because get it over with agreed agreed but then cue the second date this was the wrestling match and shockingly enough uh they really you know shocked us here they matched um chasen and ed um to wrestle each other and they were getting like all the other guys are getting pretty like intense with each other so for a second i was like oh my god like this is bad but then ed has chronic shoulder dislocations aka a pussy i know even chris harrison good old chris harrison jumping out of the rosebush goes what are you talking about you're like super athletic and he's like no but like it's chronic it's like it's gonna keep dislocating and like i can't and with covid and everything like i can't go to the hospital like i just can't and chris was like yeah okay it was it was so pathetic i just and then like they flash back to him doing those stupid like shoulder lifts or whatever that workout was with his fucking face i was like are you okay Okay, whatever. You just are a baby and you don't want to wrestle Jason because you know he's going to knock the shit out of you. But okay. Right. Agreed. It was stupid. But then Q Noah, who really, really haven't seen before this, and he like jumps into the ring because they needed another guy to wrestle Jason. Um, and, you know, he does his best. He doesn't end up winning. But then Tasha's like, you want to come to the cocktail party? And he's like, sure. <laughs> and then all of the guys are like, no. And they're pissed. And I'm like, guys, come on. We all saw this coming. They all need to get over it. Like the ones that fight and like show that they're interested and do like the over the top things are the ones that they're going to ha- keep around. And like that's who's standing out to her. So like that's who she wants around her and that's who's going to win. Like y'all need to step up. 
Exactly. And oh my God, I died when Bennett was like, Tisha, I'd like really like to talk to you. Like if I could pull you aside. And then she's like, well, can I just say hi to the group first? And then Noah takes her. It was like so embarrassing for Bennett. Literally. But I also was like, good job, Noah. Like, I don't know. Way to really get in there, Noah. Mm -hmm. Do your thing. Okay. So do you think Noah looks better with a mustache or without a mustache? One million percent without. Same. No, the mustache was weird. It didn't look good on his face. It's not even like it looked it's not even like it looked bad on him, but like once she took it off, I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. he just got like way more hotter. It looks like a different person. Yeah. Like he looked, yeah. I guess, like more hipster. And then he he almost in this one just looked like a pretty boy without the mustache. Yeah. I did think it was bold of her to like ask him to shave. Um, but I think it was the right choice for his face overall. And for probably his sake in staying in. Because agreed, it then just created this whole narrative. No, she was not into it, and then it created a whole narrative where, like, the whole night, then it's like, okay, shave it, and like all this and that. So it just like helped yeah. them get some alone time even more. Yeah, when he stole her away from Ben at the end. Oh, from Ben. Hmm. Oh my God, I know. Poor Ben. Like, I like him, but like, yeah, he was just the whole night. Like, I'm gonna wait till the end. I'm gonna give her her last. Her last like nightcap, and I was like, Oh, well, that's I love a nightcap, that's cute, but then yeah, you know, he shit the bed, yeah. He, I mean, like, look at he, he really did, he fucked up, he shouldn't have waited that long. My thing is, too, if he really, really wanted to talk to her at the end of the night, was genuinely interested in getting to know her, not just winning on this show, he would have like walked her back to her room or something like that. And you would have got like five, ten minutes to talk to her then. And hi, that would have been a great story for producer. That would have everyone would have been happy there. He, it wouldn't. It would have showed that like he wanted to talk to her and like didn't really care about getting the rose. Just wanted to spend time with her, which he probably would get the first rose then in the rose ceremony. But no, he decided to just sit there like a bum and do nothing. I know, and like I feel like idiot. Eyes not realize like anything goes like they love when there's like random unrehearsed things happening. So I don't know why they don't mm-hmm. take advantage of things more. Like you could have done something. I know. I know if he really wanted to, he would have. And that just shows a lot. He obviously doesn't really want to talk to her that badly. So right. bye bye, Ben. Oh no. Who are your favorites so far? Um, I think as of right now, my top two are Zach C and Brendan, Brandon, whatever. Yeah, those are my top two yeah. as well. I just feel like they're both genuinely nice guys. Um, they mm-hmm. seem pretty natural with her. And mm-hmm. then I just feel like she's vibing with them on like another level so far than the other ones. Um, Agreed. So yeah, Agreed. I definitely think those are going to be front runners. Um, we'll see, I guess. I know. I do love Joe, the anesthesiologist, though. Me too. I like hope more we get to see more of him. I hope he steps up more and like is on it more or he becomes the next bachelor. I don't I wouldn't be opposed to either options. Me either. I wouldn't bachelor's picked, but after him. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I wouldn't be mad about that either. He killed me in the wrestling thing where he was like, Dad, I I played volleyball. (laughs) (laughs) And when they were doing like the smack talk, he was like, I think you're a really nice guy. Yes, I love him. Aww. Yeah, no, he's cute. I at least want him to stick around for as long yeah. as possible. Agreed. He's fun to watch. Agreed. 
Ah, cannot wait for the next episode. I'm loving this season with Tasha. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was just like over Claire because I we saw where it was going, but I really yeah. feel like this is a great group of guys and Tasha's killing it. I agree. And I feel like I'm actually watching The Bachelorette. I don't feel like I'm watching like someone that's already committed to somebody else type of thing, you know? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, that seems to be about it for this week. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, though, make sure to subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening to us and to follow us on social media. Our Instagram is uncorked underscore unfiltered and our Twitter is uncork podcast. Um, We'll be posting, I'm sure, a lot of Bachelorette stuff on it um, as we keep watching it throughout the season. So if you're into that type of thing, hit the follow button. Yes. And everybody have a happy Thanksgiving. And remember to stay hydrated. But drink lots and lots of wine. Bye, guys. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Looking for your next great hire? CareerBuilder is the fastest growing job site in the U.S. with over 140 million candidate profiles and growing. Plus, candidates on CareerBuilder have skills for the most in-demand occupations. Let us help you rebuild and rehire a strong, more diverse workforce fast. CareerBuilder, we're building for you. Visit hiring.careerbuilder.com forward slash recruit.